Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with Daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome back to the Karma Comic Chameleon Podcast, where we cover stories from your favorite subreddits, like Pro Revenge, Tales from Tech Support. And today's special has two subreddits, r slash entitled people, and then moving on to r slash am I the butthole. Let's jump right in. This story comes to us from Whip Solo. Everyone demands free sports cars. Alright, so I'm sure most of us have been there, late teens, early 20s, and sowing those oats as the boomers called it. A particularly fine looking dance partner comes along and all of a sudden, you go from doing the waltz with half the town to looking like Tom when he sees the female cat in Tom and Jerry. This wildly attractive and intelligent person has you hook, line, and sinker, and you're smitten completely. You change paths and start talking about how you're going to start spending weekends at Home Depot and on DIY projects, and your home has furniture for the first time in your life since leaving the nest. Well, here is where this fabulous fairy tale takes a hard left turn right into oncoming traffic. The apple of our eye, you see, has hatched a plan that is, if I have a baby, he is stuck with me. And thus, a family is born. Replacing her own oral contraceptives with placebos and diligently taking them in front of you. But wait, this is when everything goes to heck, and you're now single again, seeing the kid you were truly tricked into having every other weekend, and trying to foster the best relationship imaginable. Eventually, it becomes every other weekend, and you spend all the time not with your little guy slaving away at work, playing your odds, and everything's coming up Millhouse. Fifteen years pass, and you've managed to go from a pizza delivery boy who also bartends a few nights a week to a man who's grown three very successful businesses, as well as other assets. Life is good. Another dance partner has come along, and shown you the proper moves for a long-lasting duet. This, friends, brings us to present day, as our best mistake in life has turned 17, and you couldn't be more proud of that not-so-little sucker as he has grown into such an incredible youngin. You couldn't have dreamt of a better relationship or son. Your son now has a brother that is 14 months younger than him. Your old, dirty dancing partner hasn't fared so well in such an open capitalist market, and is still living in a lower middle class lifestyle. The shining star of your life has spent every weekend and any night he could after school since he was 12, restoring his first car from just a shell in a junkyard. And it's finally time to head on down to the DMV for tags, title, and a call to dad's insurance. It's the best day of both of your lives, 
as you pull back into the shop so he can bring the fruits of his labor home with him and never ride the bus to school again. But there is a nasty storm on the horizon. Now we're up to our entitled kid and our entitled ex's role in this story. We pull into the driveway, the prodigal son in his dreamboat of a 1993 Mazda RX-7. The engine quickly braps away as the 2-liter 3-rotor is running better than Usain Bolt after hearing release the cheetahs. Dad follows into the driveway of X's house in his 2005 Mitsubishi Lancer Evo MR. Cars are parked and we walk for the door, play punching each other in the arm as we laugh and chat from pure excitement. As Dad's foot hits the porch, the front door bursts open, and Entitled Kid flies out the door, shoulder-checking his brother as he runs toward the shiny red car in the driveway. Our Entitled Ex of the story, whose Entitled Kid and the Chosen Son's mother, immediately walks out and looks at the two cars in the driveway. And you can tell by the look on her face, something must smell horrible within the walls of your long-forgotten castle. Dialogue ensues. Mom, remember the car I told you Dad and I have been building forever? It's finally done and we got tags on it, and you don't ever have to worry about driving me anywhere now. X looked directly at our humble knight. Why would you give him this car? It's nicer than mine. How much did it cost? You better have another one for Entitled Kid. Awesome, when will mine be here? Whoa, wait. I have one child? He chose this car when he was 11, and we spent almost two years finding one to restore. Son spent almost all of his free time building this car with his bare hands while I helped and guided him. Entitled Kid was even invited to come hang out at the shop with his brother anytime he wanted to, but he has never once came. Can I get a GTR? I really like that silver one from Fast and Furious. You know, I'm still driving the Miata you bought me in 2005. I need a new car too. Son, give me your keys. You're going to be driving my car while I take the new one. The F you are. Watch your mouth, please. How dare you speak to me that way. Now you'll be driving nothing. I'll take the Miata until OP gets my GTR if Son isn't going to be driving it. Son's car legally belongs to me and is only insured for him or I to drive it. No one else will drive Son's car unless it is him or I. No one. Understand? Well, you better take me to local BMW dealer and get me at least a used 4 Series if you think I'm letting Son drive this car. Son finally collecting his thoughts. Mom, Dad isn't Entitled Kid's dad. He's not your husband. And I can't remember a time when he was. That's my car I built with my own hands. Tearing up at this point, and I'll just sell it before Dad buys you a new car. I was proud, concerned, and all around befuddled from these events. Son, go pack a bag or two of all your important stuff. You can drive to school from my house now, so it's no big deal. X screamed an absolute boatload of insults, curse words, and demands as we got into our cars and has been texting me nonstop ever since. This happened on Sunday. Entitled Kid showed up at my shop last night and wanted to learn the ropes. I had to inform Entitled Kid that I wasn't going to be buying him a car, but if he wanted to learn mechanics, I'd be happy to teach him. And when he did get a car, I'm sure both I and his brother would help him do any modifications he'd like to it. And I'd also get him parts at wholesale price, 35 to 50% off typically. Entitled Kid immediately screamed, this is BS, kicked in the door of a 2015 Mustang we had in for a cam job, 
denting it all to hell and running out of my shop. I've sent an officer to formally trespass entitled kid from my business and filed a police report on X to make the phone calls and texts end. So far, no charges have been filed. I decided to tell this story with a bit of jest, as if I didn't, I'd have dropped an F-bomb every fourth word while typing this. If I'm in some bizarro world where I'm the entitled douche here, feel free to roast me. I'll end by saying, my ex had seen our son's car about a week after we fished it out of the junkyard, and it literally looked like that scene in the first Fast and the Furious with the Supra on the back of the tow truck. 2JZ, no crap. Jumping down to the comment section on this one, there's one from a user called Being a Honey Badger. It says, you are an awesome dad. I made my sons fix up their first rides and it helped them learn responsibility. That and that mom can teach you how to tune a carb and replace a clutch with the best of them. I also taught them how to drive a stick, making their cars basically theft-proof these days. OP responded to this comment and said, ha ha ha, my current wife is an ASE certified mechanic and works as a teacher. Her father is a retired officer from the military. Some of the things she knows or has certs in boggle my mind sometimes. Thanks for your kind words, that was exactly what I was going with with the rebuild option. Rules for the car were, one, has to come as a restoration. Two, must be a stick. If he couldn't drive a stick by the time came, I'd have thrown an automatic in it. He's already got four years of track experience in a car on a racetrack though. Don't know how far he's going to go with motorsport as he's super into the arts, but he's never afraid to come down for a track weekend and run hot laps. <laughs> OP, awesome that you're teaching your kids to work on the cars themselves because that's a skill that a lot of people don't have these days. And with that, they will save themselves a lot of money in the long run. Actually, scratch that, they might spend a lot more money in the long run because it sounds like you guys are building drift cars <laughs> and that gets really expensive. I gotta know though, why did your entitled ex expect you to go to the BMW dealership and get them a used 4 Series? Like, what? Why? Uh, you're an ex for a reason. I do love that you said that you would take on entitled kid and teach them some of the mechanic stuff. Of course, not buying them a car, but giving them the skills they need to succeed, that makes you an awesome person. You offered them opportunity, it's too bad that it just didn't work out. Alright, OP posted another story to the Am I the Butthole subreddit. It's kind of an update to the previous one, but also goes off on its own story and it's absolutely nuts. It's called, Am I the Butthole for Calling the Police on My Son's Friend. About an hour ago, I was on my motorcycle headed home from the bar, about 20 to 25 minutes from my home, my wife on the back. Don't worry, I was sober, as our main reason for going out was dinner. Sure, the wife had a couple of margaritas, but whatevs. Early this year, my 16-year-old son moved in with me, leaving his mother's house due to an issue where she refused to let him bring his car home because it was too nice. The car is a fully restored 1993 Mazda RX-7 with a 20B P-Port big turbo 3-rotor for any gearheads. I mention my son's car as I also have a small collection of my own. The one that is important to this story is my 1996 Nissan Silvia which has a fully built SR20 DET in it and makes around 650 horsepower. My son's car makes between 550 and 600 for reference. Both of these cars are rear-wheel drive and tuned to drift. 
these cars are worth as much as a new top-end BMW, as well as dangerous if you are not a trained driver. Now, back to the story. I was on my way home on the bike with the missus, and I happened to see my son's car on the four-lane, two lanes each direction with median highway. I saw it as it blew by us going what I would guess is about 110 to 115 miles per hour. Already furious at my son, less than 10 seconds later, I saw another flash of light and metal fly past me. I immediately recognized the car as my S14. I took the very next exit and proceeded to call my son three times, and he did not answer. My wife and I decided to call the police and report the S14 stolen, along with another car traveling at a high rate of speed with it. Well, the police only managed to catch my son's friend who was driving my car. He was arrested and hauled into juvie for the remainder of the weekend, and I'm not sure if I'm going to press charges. My son managed to make it home. However, I have taken his keys and told him he will get them back on his birthday early next year, if he can learn how to act. As for the kid driving my car, his mother called me and called me far too many names to even remember and blamed me for her son stealing my car. The keys to my cars are kept in a lockbox in the foyer of my home and I did not let him in. Am I the butthole for reporting my son for reckless driving along with his friend who happened to steal my car? Am I handling this situation appropriately? OP added an edit down below. It says, my wife thinks I went too far by reporting the car stolen. However, I did this because I was afraid he would hurt or even kill himself with the car. He doesn't even have a license, and it's a purpose-built track car made to drive sideways. OP added an update to the story. It says, update one. I spoke with my son this morning for a couple of hours. If there is one thing I can give him credit for is he is not a liar. He told me the entire truth without any embellishing. I know this due to a Blackview system within his car, as well as home security cameras that picked up audio. However, did not pick up video of them breaking into the lockbox. My son fell victim to peer pressure, and for that, he will lose access to his car for the next 100 days. Being able to use my wife's old Nissan Sentra to get back and forth to school, or if we need to have him run an errand. 100 days due to myself only being able to confirm a top speed of 100 miles per hour. He will also have his wages in the family business cut to $13 an hour, earning $1 a week back until he reaches his current wage of $32 an hour. He is an ASE certified mechanic and auto body technician and makes the same as my other employees, though he only works 16 to 20 hours a week. I am meeting with the friend's mother this evening and taking my son, police reports, and video evidence from both cars with me. I will update on that after our meeting. Thanks for all the comments. I simply cannot reply to them all. I did try though. OP added a final update. It says, final update. I spoke with the kid's mom and she agrees that it is a good idea to have him work for me. I never brought up charges during the conversation, but I did show her the videos from inside my kitchen, which caught the foyer audio, as well as the dash cam from the car with audio from the incident. The mother apologized to me for freaking out and broke down in a bit of stress, 
as I wasn't aware how much she had going on since only our kids are friends. I'm looking into seeing what else I can do for this family to help point the two of them in the right direction. Her son will start working in the shop a week from Monday at $13 an hour, and after three months, I'm going to bump him to 20. I'm going to pay for all of his certifications and teach him how to properly race on a track. He does have up to $2,500 in fines to worry about, but there will be zero criminal charges. For those of you who think I am making the wrong decision, the only thing I ask is you Google the definition of empathy. Then look within and see if there was ever an event that could have ruined your life. Odds are, there is. Jumping down to the comment section on this one, there's one from a user called Sparkism. It says, not the butthole. In fact, you would be the butthole if you didn't. They were reckless and could have killed themselves or someone else in another race. Another commenter down below called I am hurting cats says, absolutely not the butthole. Several people in my area have been killed drag racing on a very tempting stretch of road we have. The deaths include an elderly pedestrian and the very little sister of one of the racers. Also, the car was stolen, so it's more than appropriate to report it as such. I'd have to agree with the commenters in this case. Yes, you report your car stolen because the car was stolen. Your son and his friend need to learn that lesson, so I don't see you being in the wrong here at all. I do question letting the son's friend work for you though, because they stole from you. This kid came into your house, worked with your son, stole the keys to your car, and took your car for a joyride. I understand that kids make mistakes, but do you really want that particular kid around yours? Because obviously when they're together, good decisions don't get made. Thank you for listening to the Karma Comet Chameleon Podcast. Don't forget to check us out on YouTube at youtube.com slash at KCC. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.